Okay, I'm back. Um, you guys at this point are making it way too easy for me. So since uh, religion is such a trigger, a hair trigger for a lot of you guys, we're going to step dial it down, uh, dial it down a notch. And I'm going to point out all of the, the, the flaws uh, and just basic hypocrisies in human nature in general. We're going to do the 48 laws of power. Now, this is mainly for black folk because black folk put this book uh, right next to the Bible, next, right next to the Quran, as far as learning how to be successful and achieving high success uh, in this capitalistic society. I surmise that this book breeds narcissists, sociopaths, uh, very selfish-minded uh, people. This book is not intended to craft uh, individuals that see the need to help people but instead to hurt and use people so let's go th through the entire 48 laws of power and here we go okay law number one never outshine the master always make those above you feel comfort comfortably superior and your desire to please or impress them. Do not go too far in displaying your talents or you might accomplish the opposite. Inspire fear and insecurity. Make your masters appear more brilliant than they are and you will attain the heights of power. That is deception. Let's continue. Law number two. Never put too much trust in friends. Learn how to use enemies. Uh, be wary of friends. They will put, betray you more quickly, for they are easily aroused to envy. They also become spoiled and tyrannical. But hire a former enemy, and he will be more loyal than a friend because he has more to prove. In fact, you will have more to fear from friends than from enemies. If you have no enemies, find a way to make them. That's hard to, dis to, to, to push back against. I'm, I'm in favor of that to a certain degree, to a certain degree. Law number three, conceal your intentions. Keep people off balance and in the dark by never revealing the purpose behind your actions. If they have no clue what you're up to, they cannot prepare defense. Guide them far enough down the wrong path and envelop them in, in enough smoke. And by the time they realize your intentions, it will be too late. I agree. Partially. Partially. Law number four, always say less than necessary. When you're trying to impress people with words, the more you say, the, the more common you appear and the less in control. Even if you are saying something banal, it will seem original. If you make it vague, open-ended, and sphinx-like, powerful people impress and intimidate by saying less. The more you say, the more likely you are to say something foolish. I can, I can agree to that. I can agree to that. Law number five, so much depends on your reputation guarded with your life. Reputation is the cornerstone of power. Through reputation alone, you can intimidate and win. Once, once, you, once you slip, however, you are vulnerable and will be attacked on all sides. Make your reputation unassailable. Always be alert to potential attacks and thwart them before they happen. Meanwhile, learn to destroy your enemies by opening holes in their own reputations. Then stand aside and let public opinion hang them. I agree, but the part as far as opening holes in, in your enemies' own reputations, now you're, you're taking the fight to them to a certain extent. You're like you're picking at people, but I could be wrong. Well, law number six, court attention at all costs. Everything is judged by its appearance. 
What is unseen counts for nothing. Never let yourself get lost in the crowd, then or buried in oblivion. Stand out. Be conspicuous at all costs. Make yourself a magnet of attention by appearing larger, more colorful, more mysterious than the bland and timid masses. Now, this doesn't work for, let's say, guys in spec ops, because blending in is part of the training, part of the speciality. Um, This is basically you're asking to be a target, right? This is attention seeking. But I could be wrong. Let's go to law number seven. Get others to do the work for you, but always take the credit. Now, if you work in corporate America, you are privy to this. You've been a victim of this and you use this as well. So let's get into that. Use the wisdom, knowledge and legwork of other people to further your own cause. Not only will you will such assistance save you valuable, valuable time and energy. It will give you a godlike aura of efficiency and speed. In the end, your helpers will be forgotten and you will be remembered. Never do yourself what others can do for you. Now, does this sound like a charitable person, a person of high moral standing? Eh, okay. Law number eight, make other people come to you. Use bait if necessary. When you force the other person to act, you are the one in control. It is always better to make your opponent come to you, abandoning his own plans in the process. Lure him with fabulous gains, then attack. You hold the cards. Eh. Uh, law number nine, win through your actions, never through argument. Off the top, I agree with this. Any mo- any momentary triumph you think gained through argument is really a, a pirate victory. And their resentment and ill will you stir up is stronger and lasts longer than any mon- momentary change of opinion. It is much more powerful to get others to agree with you through actions. Without saying a word, demonstrate, do not explicate. I'm in agree- agreement with that. Law number 10. Infection. Avoid the unhappy and unlucky. You can die from someone else's misery. Emotional states are as infectious as disease. You may feel you are helping the drowning man, but you are only precipitating your own disaster. The unfortunate sometimes draw misfortune on themselves. They will also draw it on to you. Associate with the happy and fortunate instead. I agree with that. Now, here's one law that you should not agree with. Law number 11. Learn to keep people dependent upon you. To maintain your independence, you must always be needed and wanted. The more you are relied on, the more freedom you have. More people depend on you for their happiness and prosperity, and you have nothing to fear. Never teach them enough so that they can do without for you. Now, is this this not the same law that is used in, let's say, democratic applications, democratic theories. This is the same rule of law that conservatives and Republicans complain about that de- that Democrats are teaching black people to be uh, dependent upon the government. Now, if you are the recipient of of the uh, the people being dependent upon you, it's a great thing. That's awesome. But outside looking in, this is not a good thing. This is not a good thing. This is this means you're a user. You are a vampire to a certain extent. Okay? Let's go. Let's keep going. Law number 12. Use selective honesty and generosity to disarm your victim. One sincere and honest move will cover over dozens of dishonest ones. Open hearted gestures of honesty and generosity bring down the guard of even the most suspicious people. Once your selective honesty opens a hole in their armor, you can deceive and manipulate them at will. A timely gift of Trojan horse will serve the same purpose. Wow. Okay. If you feel okay being nice to people for your to open them up 
to attack. I mean, hey, let's continue. Law number 13, when asking for help, appeal to people's self-interest, never to the mercy or gratitude. If you need to turn to an ally for help, do not bother to remind him of your past assistance and good deeds. He will find a way to ignore you. Instead, uncover something in your request or in your alliance with him that will benefit him and emphasize it at all proportion. He will respond enthusiastically when he sees something to be gained for himself. That's, that's, I, can, I can see that. But once again, these are selfish moves to make that benefit you and not, let's say, the greater good. Okay, These are very narcissistic, very sociopathic tendencies that these people use to better or further themselves along. Okay, Law number 14, pose as a friend, work as a spy. Knowing about your rival is critical. Use spies to gather valuable information that will keep you a step ahead. Better still, play the spy yourself in polite social encounters. Learn to probe, ask and direct questions to get people to reveal their weaknesses and intentions. There is no occasion that is not an opportunity for artful spying. Law number 15, crush your enemy totally. All great leaders since Moses have known that a feared enemy must be crushed completely. Let me stop right there. I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Law number 16, use absence to increase respect and honor. Too much circulation makes the price go down. The more you're seen and heard from, the more common you appear. If you're already established in a group, temporary withdrawal from it will make you more talked about, even more admired. You must learn when to leave, create value through scarcity. I'm in agreement for that, especially when it comes to social media presence. Sometimes it's best to just take a week off and let people miss you. I'm in total agreement. Law number 17, keep others in suspended terror, cultivate an air of unpredictability. Humans are creatures of habit with an insatiable need to see familiarity in other people's actions. Your predictability gives them a sense of control. Turn the tables, be deliberately unpredictable. Behavior that seems to have no consistency or purpose will keep them off balance, and they will wear themselves out trying to explain your moves. Taken to an extreme, this strategy can intimidate and terrorize. Um, yeah. I'm 50-50 on this one. I'm 50-50 on this one. (laughs) Law number 18, never build fortresses to protect yourself. Isolation is dangerous. The world is dangerous and enemies are everywhere. Everyone has to protect themselves. A fortress sees the safest, seems the safest, but isolation exposes you to more dangers than it protects you from. It cuts you off from valuable information. It makes you conspicuous and an easy target. Better to circulate among the people, find allies, mingle. You are shielded from your enemies by the crowd. That's debatable. Depending on which war strategy you're into. Okay, that's debatable. Law number 19, know who you're dealing with. Do not offend the wrong person. Let me stop right there. I'm in total agreement. Total agreement. Uh, There are many different kinds of people in the world, and you can never assume that everyone will react to your strategies in the same way. Deceive or outmaneuver some people, and they will spend the rest of their lives seeking revenge. Agreed. Let's go on. Law number 20, do not commit to anyone. Hmm. It is the fool who always rushes to take sides. Do not commit to any side or cause but yourself. That's interesting. That sounds very, very Luciferian. By maintaining your independence, you become the master of others, playing people against one another, making them pursue you. Isn't that what the oligarchs do with the common pe- the commoners, the common people? They use race to keep the commoners uh, pitted against each other, right? Uh, okay, let's continue. Law 21, play a sucker to catch a sucker. Seem dumber than your mark. And this one I can, I, I'm with to a certain extent, I think Bush Jr. Because everybody thought Bush Jr. was the most incompetent president ever. And yet, look at all that he got accomplished. I'm just saying. No one feels 
no one likes feeling stupider than the next person's. The trick is make your victims feel smart and not just smart, but smarter than you are. Once convinced of this, they will never suspect that you may have ulterior motives. Man, these, these practices of deception are just deep. Law 22, use a surrender tactic. Transform weakness into power. When you are weaker, never fight for honor's sake. Choose surrender instead. Surrender gives you time to recover, time to torment and irrigate or irritate your conqueror. Time to wait for his power to wane. Do not give him sat- the satisfaction of fighting and defending or defeating you. Surrender first. By turning the other cheek, you infuriate and unsettle him. Make surrender a tool of power. Um, this it could be said with how the American citizens feel that they're winning the, the war against the oligarchs, the 13 families. They'll let you have certain defeats just to make you feel like you've, you're winning and actually uh, accomplishing something against the greater powers when in actuality you're not. Let's take the qualified immunity with the NYPD officers in New York. You really think NYPD is just going to strip its officers of, of power like that to make the common folk feel better on purpose? Let's continue. Law 23, concentrate your forces. Conserve your forces and energies by keeping them concentrated at their strongest points. Uh, you, you gain more by finding a rich mine and mining it deeper than by flitting, by flitting from one shallow mine to another intensity defeats extensity every time uh so yes when we say guard your energies don't give your energies to everybody else i'm with that law 24 play the perfect courtier or the courtier uh the perfect courtier thrives in a world where everything revolves around power and political dexterity he has mastered the art of indirection he flatters yields to superiors and asserts power over others in the most oblique and graceful manner so basically be a kiss ass when it's time to not be a kiss ass learn and apply the laws of courtiership and there will be no limit on to how far you can rise in the court this is classic brown nosing but let's continue law 25 recreate yourself do not accept the roles that society foists on you recreate yourself by forging a new identity and one that commands attention and never bores the the audience be the master of your own image I, i i'm in agreement with that law 26 keep your hands clean mm. You must seem a paragon of civility and efficiency. Your hands are never soiled by mistakes and nasty deeds. Maintain such a spotless appearance by using others as scapegoats and cat paws to disguise your involvement. Okay. If you're able to do so, I I suppose. Right? That's like the Joker and the Dark Knight. Um, He had everybody else doing the crimes for him to a certain extent. Um, Even Charles Manson. Charles Manson never killed anybody. Yeah, he's died on death row, right? Okay. Law 27, play on people's needs to believe to create a cult-like following. The church. I don't even need to go any further. The church. Look what the church has done to black people. Let's continue. People have an overwhelming desire to believe in something. Once again, people have an overwhelming desire to believe in something. Become the focal point of such desire by offering them a cause, a new faith to follow. Keep your words vague but full of promise. Prosperity preachers, hello. I don't even need to go further. Let's go to all law 28. Enter action with boldness. If you're unsure of a course of action, do not attempt it. I'm agreeing and in agreement with that. Law 29, plan all the way to the end. I agree. The ending is everything. Plan all the way to it, taking into account all the possible consequences, obstacles, and twists of fortune that might reverse your hard work and give the glory to others. I, I see no problems there. Law 30, make your accomplishments seem effortless. I'm in agreement. I don't need to break that down. Law 31, control the options. Get others to play the cards. 
to play with the cards you deal. The best deceptions are the ones that seem to give the other person a choice. Now, where have we heard that before? Right? No one makes you take the jab. They give you a choice. Let's go. Your victims feel they are in control but are actually your puppets. Okay. These are oligarch uh, ways of thinking. But let's continue. Law 32. Play to people's fantasies. The church again. The truth is often avoided because it is ugly and unpleasant. Never appeal to truth and reality unless you are prepared for the anger that comes for disenchantment. Life is so harsh and distressing that people who can manufacture romance or conjure up fantasy are like an oasis in the desert. Everyone flocks to them. There is great power in tapping into the fantasies of the masses. <sighs> wow. Law 33, discover each man's thumb screw. Everyone has a weakness, a gap in the castle wall. That weakness is usual and insecurity and uncontrollable emotion or need. It can also be a small secret pleasure. Either way, once found, it is a thumb screw you can turn to your advantage. Isn't that like um, how most law enforcement look at people? Is you're guilty until proven innocent to a certain extent? Okay, let's continue. Uh, law 34 be your own ro be royal in your own fashion act like a king to be treated like one the way you carry yourself will often determine how you are treated and i'm in agreements here in the long run appearing vulgar or common will make people disrespect you for a king respects himself and inspires the same sentiment in others by acting regally and confident of your powers you make yourself seem destined to wear a crown i keep hearing this this shit about black people being kings and queens but yet when i look on the internet i don't see displays of kings and queens but let's continue law 35 master the art of timing never seem to be in a hurry I, i'm agreements patience is everything law 36 disdain things you cannot have ignoring them is the best revenge by acknowledging a petty problem you give it existence and credibility the more attention you pay an enemy, the stronger you make him. Trolls. That's why we don't feed the trolls over here. This is why when you make a video about me with my name in your caption, I will not respond to you because you are not worth my time and energy. I am Drake. You are nobody. Let's continue. Law 37. Create compelling spectacles. Striking imagery and grand symbolic gestures create the aura of power. Everyone responds to them. Stage spectacles for those around you, then full of arresting visuals and radiant... Kevin Samuels does this. But you guys are not ready for this conversation. Let's continue. Law 38. Think as you like, but behave like others. If you make a show of going against the times, flaunting your unconventional eyes and unorthodox ways, people will think that you only want attention and that you, you look down upon them. They will find a way to punish you for making them feel inferior. It is far safer to blend in and nurture the common touch. This is why you don't wake people up. This is why you let the sheep sleep. You don't wake people up. It is not your job to wake them up. Let's continue. Law 39. Stir up waters to catch fish. Anger and emotion are strategic, strategically counterproductive. I, I agree. You must always stay calm and objective. But if you can make your enemies angry while staying calm yourself, you gain a decided advantage. Uh, what, did, what does your dad tell you when, you when you get into a fight? Never fight angry. What does your coach tell you when, you get, when you're about to uh, get into a match? You never fight angry. Bruce Lee. Do not fight angry. Let's continue. Law number 40. Despise the free lunch. What is offered for free is dangerous. It usually involves either a trick or a hidden op. Okay. Democrats, black people, handouts, austerity measures. Need I say more? 
Law number 41, avoid stepping into a great man's shoes. What happens first appears better and more original than what comes after. If you, are, if you succeed a great man or have a famous parent, you will have to accomplish double their achievements to outshine them. Do not get lost in their shadow or stuck in the past of not... Not uh, stuck in the past, not of your own making. Establish your own name identity by changing course. I agree. Take Farrah Gray, for instance. Farrah Gray could have never accomplished what his daddy Khaled Muhammad uh, did. This is why he goes into motivational. That's why he went into motivational speaking and other endeavors far away from uh, the raising of the consciousness of black folk because he knew better because he couldn't do it. Law number 42. Strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. Uh, trouble can often be traced to a single strong individual, the stirrer, the arrogant underline, underling, the poison of goodwill. If you allow such people room to operate, others will succumb to their influence. Do not wait for the troubles they cause to multiply. Do not try to negotiate with them. They are irredeemable. Neutralize their influence by isolating or banishing them. Strike at the source of the trouble and the sheep will scatter. I agree. Law 43. Work on the hearts and minds of others. Coercion. Once again. A deceptive practice. Coercion creates a reaction that will eventually work against you. You must seduce others into wanting to move in your direction. A person you have seduced becomes your loyal pawn. This is, is, this is for the guys that refer to women as succubus because women use their feminine wiles to seduce men into doing things they should not do uh, in a right state of mind. Let's continue. Law 44. Disarm and infuriate with the mirror effect. Shout out to see Boogie, the mirror. The mirror reflects reality, but it is also the perfect tool for deception. When you mirror your enemies doing exactly as they do, they cannot figure out your strategy. I agree. Law 45. Preach the need for change, but never reform too much at once. That's like the government. Everyone understands the need for change in the abstract, but on the day-to-day level, people are creatures of habit. Too much innovation is traumatic and will lead to revolt. If you are new to a position of power, an outsider trying to build power base, make a show of respecting the old ways of doing things, right? If change is necessary, make it feel like a gentle improvement on the past. And this is what part of the, what, uh, what the oligarchs have gotten wrong, right? It's, they're so quick to eradicate the old and not give people time to miss the old while gravitating towards the new. Law number 46, never appear too perfect. Duh. Uh, Appearing better than others is always dangerous, but most dangerous of all is to appear to have no faults or weaknesses. This is why I tell people, if you're going to get your face on this camera, online, on the the net, um, be infallible. Never hold yourself like your shit doesn't stink because people are just chomping at the bit to expose you. Okay. Law 47, do not go past the mark you aim for in victory. Learn when to stop. I agree. The moment of victory is often the moment of the greatest peril. In the heat of victory, arrogance and overconfidence can push you past the goal you had aimed for. I think about Napoleon. Not Napoleon, but Alexander. I was watching an Alexander movie a couple weeks ago. And after he conquered Persia, he wanted to go on further. And the troops were like, yo, we, 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 we've, we've been gone from home for seven, eight years. You want to go back home? Remember, his own half of his own uh, soldiers revolted against Alexander because they wanted to go home. They had been away from their families for seven years fighting the conquering. See, Alexander's eyes, he didn't know when to stop. It wasn't until he lost um, uh, uh, against, I forget who he, 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 he got injured. And then, you know, he's on his deathbed, damn near died. And that's when he said, okay, let's go home. All right. Uh, Law 48. Assume formlessness. Shout out to Form Runner. By taking a shape 
by having a visible plan, you open yourself to attack. Instead of taking a form for your enemy to grasp, keep yourself adaptable and on the move. Uh, what does Bruce Lee say? Be like water, my friend. Be like water. And that is, are the 48 laws of power. For the most part, if you follow these laws, you are, to a certain extent, you are a sociopath. You are a narcissist. You do not have uh, people's best interest at heart. You are self-serving. Now, I dare you to pay me on this. Y'all have a good one. Peace.